9th of March, Thursday, um, in Kalor, 2017, 3 p.m., evening group D. So this few days I've been exploring uh, talking meditation as well as social media meditation, like WhatsApp meditation, Facebook meditation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for talking meditation, it seems that the mind talks so much and it's only 1% that come out from my mouth. It's like there are so much thoughts that running in the mind before the word actually came out. And um, so I just keep checking, is it wholesome or not wholesome? And sometimes, whatever that I have spoken, the defilement will say, no, you shouldn't have said this and so on. So uh, it's interesting just to know it, just to watch it, because now talking to Yogi, it's easier to get uh, to be aware. But I'm thinking if get back to work with uh, customers and with uh, colleagues, perhaps it might be challenge. Challenging. Yeah. And for uh, social media-wise, sometimes it's a bit different from uh, talking meditation. As in talking meditation, you can get the uh, response like immediately. Sometimes with uh, WhatsApp, it'll be like, why can't the person just reply me a bit earlier and so on? But... Um, it provides a little bit of buffer zone, as they like to, to ponder, to think about what to say. But um, anyway, it's been interesting exploring this uh, talking meditation. Talking meditation, Facebook, WhatsApp meditation. Talking meditation, ไม่ต้องเมดิเตชั่นก็หลุดเนี่ยได้ไอ้เปียวนี่ดอกเอ่อเปียวพี่แต่อคาใจกูอ่ะเปียชะชิงยะแต่แม่โหเฟซบุ
ပြောဖို့လဲစဉ်းစားတာရှိရှိမှာပေါ့အဲ့တော့ဒီမှာနားထောင်တွေတာအတွက်အပြေးဝါမရောင်းပဲဘက်စွန်မြန်မြန်လ
retreat because we have there has been talks about it's not a retreat per se it's what we do here to be brought back into daily life mm-hmm. um, and then I reflect there's been these tendencies or kind of habit when I go into a retreat setting or to a meditation center then there are things that I would automatically do without really thinking too much about it for example Tick the eight precept, or I never kind of really consider or explore whether it would be beneficial or not at home or in the center. Ah, oh, right, right. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Um, so I just kind of blindly follow, like take the like you know, and do it. Yeah. Um, I haven't explored it, investigated. You know, what happens if I sleep in a comfortable bed, or etc. etc. Yeah, et yeah. et and the other one is. I think due to past conditioning or also my own sense of preference, I and there's already so much kind of um, interaction and requirement to talk and speak in daily life, then I kind of appreciate the chance to kind of step away from that mm. and have some space and more kind of silence. Um, so that's kind of been the automatic thing as yeah, well yeah. Um, and as well as choosing not to do so many things um, because I have have to do a lot of things at in, home yeah, yeah. exactly um, but those are also kind of just now because now in this retreat and I can see that's not when everyone is kind of doing the same thing you don't question yeah. those things but now I see kind of not everyone is approaching it in the same way. So um, so not everyone is kind of silent or, you know, not engaging in other activities. Mm-hmm. Then that makes me consider, like, why am I doing this? Or is this, where where is it driving from? Mm-hmm. And whether it costs myself, like, too uptight if I'm, you know, too conscious of trying not to talk to anybody mm-hmm. or not to socialize with people. Yeah. Um, but that's how kind of I interpret us. Using the chance to create more space and just kind of, um, it's like drinking five Red Bulls. And so <laughs> that gives me the momentum <laughs> then when I'm outside the retreat yeah. to keep the energy going. Right. But it seems like there's possibility of another kind of more, maybe less uptight or relaxed approach is to bring daily life into the monastery. Yeah. Um, then I can just act so it's more less artificial in a way yeah. it would be more realistic yeah. because this is I wouldn't be I have to talk mm-hmm. in the daily life so maybe then in the retreat then I just do whatever that I need to like, as if I am and at home like it, yeah. yeah so without setting those kind of parameters yeah. just to yeah, then I be normal like, normal, yeah, yeah, you know, then yeah. I just talk, 
or go socialize or I don't know, go shopping, whatever. Yeah, but yeah. all these things to make it more kind of practical, yeah. maybe, um, or more relaxed. Yeah. Um, so you're yeah. considering that now? I don't know. <laughs> because Sayadaw gives us a lot of freedom. So yeah. maybe, like, does he, is it a matter of us just each exploring, yeah. like, each options and see what's truly beneficial for ourselves? Yeah. yeah. ก็ตัวสกังเวเนี่ยตุมาเจชีเลยสกังเวสกังบอกเนี่ยโหตัวมันมันซึ้งซ่าเว้ยเนี่ยมันหลัวเลยเอ่อชิปาติลาสุชิ
And then as we plan and try to be mindful and plan and try to be mindful and the mindfulness catches up and it becomes more continuous, the mindfulness also begins to help us, the, the wisdom, <coughs> to come in and see how it can uh, find ways to be mindful or find ways to use wisdom, you know, find, you know, find ways to use the Dhamma in our life. Yeah, sometimes it's a tricky balance <laughs> because, you know, you, I, if I just kind of let myself, like, say with social media, like, I would just probably, the mind would just, the Oba would say, yeah, it's okay to keep checking Facebook as long as you do it mindfully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are we doing it mindfully? No, no, most of the time it's just purely out of addiction. Yeah. This, yeah, he says the, the, the surface, the superficial thought might be, oh, it's okay to check so long as I'm mindful. But he says then we need to check what's the real motivation for going to social media, for example, you know? Honestly, yeah. if we look um, inside, then we will feel whether we, we just, it's just like a knee-jerk reaction, we just need to keep coming back to it. Is there a sincere desire to be mindful, you know? <laughs> Are we just, you know, going to, you, do we just think we're going to try to be mindful when we do it, or do we, you know, not even put in a concerted effort? If we really want to be mindful, Sarah says we can test it out everywhere, if that's our true desire. And I, I think it's, it could be the other way as well. Say, it almost, it sounds justifiable. Say, oh, I just want to be quiet and silent so I can focus on my practice. Mm. But in that, that could just be because my preference um, is naturally to be more quiet. And there's a mild aversion to not wanting to talk or have too much noise anyway. So yeah. there's always some subtle <laughs> <laughs> preference, liking and not liking, despite the most kind of justifiable appearance. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think he says, <laughs> He says, you know, the thing with um, things that are can be beneficial. You know, things can be beneficial. There are things that are beneficial, things that are not beneficial. Of course, if circumstances are not ideal, the idea is to, to still be mindful, right? But he said, say in a case like this where you want to be quiet, so it seems to be a beneficial thing, right? But then you see, oh, there might be some greed or aversion or something. He says, the thing is to deal with the greed and aversion, not to deal with the activity, right? First, observe the greed, aversion or whatever, and then when it's gone, he says the mind can still choose. Mm-hmm. Then it chooses sort of like with a clear conscience. Yes. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. Because that's been the process yeah. throughout the retreat time of watching. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, and then, so I wonder then if it's sometimes worth even just kind of testing your own limits, uh, like stirring up the developments. <laughs> Say, if I, if I know that I have a preference for quiet or natural places, mm-hmm. but in fact I 
it's probably more challenging or yeah. we would learn more if I just put myself in peak hour Hong Kong underground at Metro. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, and check your uh, mind. Yes, and check my mind there. Or the same if I have the most difficult relationship with my parents, then it's actually more beneficial to use my, to use their home as the meditation center. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, a little at a time. Yeah. So, we are at, um, you know, and later, Carly, Kilita was swapping Amla, Reco, Challenge Yamu, who Tote Amu Bolly, who go Nina Vijayte, Alumuse, who, who, Piazza Nashima, Mehari, Shao, Mesa, I'm not sure if you are in the those situations are all available to us and we probably have to face them sometimes anyway so every time we have to face them he says use that as your dhamma yeah, he says you don't have to um, deliberately uh, look for trouble. Uh, <laughs> but he says we will come across trouble anyway. But whenever we come across trouble, we shouldn't just think, oh no, you know, and how to get out. But right then, you know, right then at that time, start watching. Okay, so I from because either from Africa or the Middle East uh, when there's like war and conflict, genocide mm-hmm. and they've been through like loss of everything they own, their family mm-hmm. and everything is lost, yeah. yeah. Or the whole ethnic group being killed yeah. and you know, women and young girls going like subject to sexual slavery, all kinds of yeah. Quite extreme end yeah. of the dukkha. dukkha. Mm. Yes, whilst it's a um, good teacher to really see kind of um, the full works of samsara. Yeah. Um, but I know sometimes there's not enough understanding that true compassion cannot arise. It. I and there are times that I would end up going like suffering with them yeah. or having. Um, it would sometimes go into grief, um, especially when maybe awareness is not strong, you know, mm. just get involved really quickly. Mm. And that's, it's, I can, intellectually, I can say, you know, everything is cause and effect and everyone is subject to their own karma, you know, on an intellectual level. Yes. So if those things yeah. happen to them yes. um, and it cannot be changed. Yeah. But on an experiential level, especially if I know them and I talk to them and I hear their stories, yeah. then that's, the aversion would arise. Not like, wanting to be in that yes, situation. Or, and also kind of shocked and disbelief how really people can be driven to that amount of kind of lobodosa and moha yeah. to 
course those suffering upon them. Yeah. So I don't know. But I just continue just watching. He said it's clear. He said that regardless of the object that we have to face and you have a an extreme one to face in yes. this what the thing to observe mm. is the same thing for us. It's this mind. Yeah. These the these thing. feelings, mm-hmm. these yeah. The stories will be full of, you know, things to be sad about or scared about or, you know, angry about, but what we observe is to be happy about, but what we observe is our reaction. So for a while we need to just have faith and just sort of push on, keep watching this mind, keep watching these feelings, keep the pressure on, you know, to to keep being observant, to keep observing what's inside here because he says eventually when the observing catches up with what's happening and 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 then there is yeah so observing the reactions in here you know that until it becomes understood until there's enough stability of mind and understanding and then it will become easier but yes in the beginning it will be hard work Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so regard because now without that level of understanding, the mind would kind of have this judge. Oh, this is like more suffering, less yeah, suffering. Yeah. It would kind of grade yes. um, different things. So, but I guess I can see also. But the only thing is the only thing that's kind of reality is what. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So just focus on. Yeah. มาชูซวยโหอเปียหาดิโอผิดเตหาออดีวัตติมผิดโหโลวะโปโปโดคะยอดเตเสกไลฟ์ก็โอเชนนี่แล้วบ่อะสิโกโกโดคะดิมาด
it starts like this and then there's more and more recognition of what's unskillful and then the mind's natural recognition of it and appreciation of what's skillful and it chooses so today I was having a, a fly meditation. Fly, fly meditation, you know what Yes, yes, yes. Fly off. And um, so, first time ever, I didn't bother very much when they were like falling into my nose. You know, <laughs> very unusual uh, experience. So, yeah. like, maybe like a two out of the uh, ten scale. So, mm. yeah. He says all these strengths of mind, you know, it's they're all conditioned to. None of it is mine either. We can't own it. When these conditions are present, this is what it's like. Different from previous times when other conditions were present and it felt different. Conditions bring about this. Nothing to shout about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He says all all this work has been done. All these conditions are have now gathered. And this is the He says, but we you know, we rejoice when the meditation is easier. We get puffed up. We get, then we get disappointed when meditation is difficult, and there, you know, so we give ourselves trouble <laughs> unnecessarily. I guess the only other thing is, you know, thank you for uh, teaching this retreat. Jesus, Tim, Bale. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, I just uh, tried to be as mindful as possible. Uh, Notice a big uh, contrast in the mental state uh, between the shopping center and the, between the market. Yeah. Because uh, in the market, uh, the mind started to be agitated. Like I noticed, like the agitation is growing. 
gradually, like little by little, it started to be like more like Russian in different uh, mm-hmm. styles, like uh, paying attention to color, voice, uh, motion, like smell, and yeah. whatever. And uh, I just, first I tried to like uh, resist this, there was some resistance, mm-hmm. but uh, then I noticed that it might make agitation worse. Mm-hmm. And I went to the market, not in the meditation center, so the agitation is quite natural. And uh, just, I, I let it be and watch as much as I can. The bird. And uh, at some point, the agitation just uh, like uh, calmed down. It, it uh, like decreased itself. Like the mind started to be more like, like yes. yeah. Yeah. distant from yeah. the situation. And also, I noticed an interesting thing in the food role, because the mind started to, like, when it pays attention on some food, uh, it starts to, like, uh, feel the specific taste, mm. like, uh, almost eating this, uh, like, how do you explain, feeling the, almost feeling this taste, although I'm not trying to, to eat this uh, product, but the mind is kind of imitating this... Uh, imagining. Imagining, yeah. Mm. Imaginary eating this salad or ဟုတ်ဟုတ်ဟုတ်ဟုတ်ဟုတ်ဟုတ်ဟုတ်ဟုတ်ဟုတ်ဟုတ်ဟုတ်ဟုတ်ဟုတ်ဟုတ်
Yeah, he says the mind is already like, you know, it's satisfied, it's been delicious, it's been wonderful, you know, and you haven't even started eating. Maybe it's eating. It's already finished eating the cake, though. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's 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 true he said generally the mind lives in some imaginary world it, it believes it and it lives that way Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. That's why the Buddha called that. Yeah, that that's that's what the Buddha called delusion. You know, mm-hmm. and a lot of people live in a lot of delusion. I also noticed an interesting uh, thing. Uh, for example, during the walking meditation mm-hmm. uh, near the stupa, I just uh, start to check the quality of the awareness and uh, the sign that uh, the mind is in the present moment right now. Yeah. Is, like, f- feeling the smell. Uh huh. Yeah. Because when I visit some imaginary story, there are no smells. He has seen people who smell things in their imagination. <laughs> Imagine they smelled something, but there really wasn't any smell. Yeah. You know, the mind can imagine that it's experiencing any of the physical senses. It can imagine all the physical senses uh, in a very realistic way under certain circumstances. Yeah. From the beginning of the retreat, I was like, uh, the first days I was feeling a big weather contrast. Like yeah. at night it was like, wow, we're cold, and uh, at the daytime, wow, so hot. Yeah. But uh, now, uh, it's like, still the weather conditions like didn't change much, mm-hmm. but the mind is more relaxed about it, so it's like, okay, it doesn't feel like su- su- suffering so much from this weather contrast. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the funny thing that I noticed, uh, that this night was the first night when I was sleeping without earplugs, and I noticed it only in the morning. <laughs> you know, and then there was so much loud rain last night. <laughs> it was the same, I guess. It was every night, but I just tried to, from the first night I tried to experiment sleeping like without earplugs, like the sound is just the sound, just the <laughs> oh, usually, <laughs> like uh, this. Uh, yeah, in the dormitory, I was sleeping there from the like the second night. I was sleeping. Yeah, yeah. Night. But last night you didn't. Last night I forgot to put them in, <laughs> and I, I just realized it only in the morning. Huh? But I didn't put them. Yes. And I was sleeping like uh, like okay, I didn't wake up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I suppose the conditions were the same. <laughs> like yeah. It was noisier because of the rain. ก็ขาดไอ้สุเองเนี่ยญาณญาณเนี่ยสุเองตูเอ่อหมอตูปฐมเปียวละโหดีโอลาร้อเรนเนจันเนเอ่อเนปูญาณชันผิดนี่รอ
And I let
put my gun in. So it's keep like going back. So no more interest outside. So I'm working like to balance between that too. During that process happened, still other things happen like um, hearing or turning around because um, I'm walking on the hill and by myself. So fear come up because I'm alone in the middle of nowhere and suddenly sound of the birds just fly up and scare me and, and uh, like memory come back and how to work with this. And so just a plastic and there's so many things happening and the awareness is watching all that process. At the same time, I still have to do the work. So it's not happened only in the center. What the work? Taking a picture. Okay. So it's the same thing at home. So that's the challenge I'm having right now. How to keep the mind watching, but not losing interest like in the conceptual work. So the balance is sometimes it's off for a few seconds and it go back. Just like that. โอ้ดาดาพงชีเนี่ยดูว่าอะหล่อมีตะมีหน่ายะมั้ยพออะหล่อตัวอะหล่อพ่อหน่ายโบตัวเอ่อตะคู่ดาพงยะมั้ยส
to do the report because by the time I understand something, something else coming up. So this one connect with this one, connect with this one, so many things at once. So hard to explain. He doesn't care for you to tell him the story. If if you keep understanding, that's what we have to say. You know, the story, if you want to tell him the story of how you understood, that's very long. But if you just tell him what you understood, that doesn't take long. So you can just say this happened, this is what happened in the mind. Even that is enough. The second thing is that he says it's only when we want to tell the story in detail that it becomes like a lot of things to say. Yeah, he says, so telling him, <laughs> telling him what you're doing is not really that important. He says, so long as you are actually doing that work, that's all that really matters. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he says, so what matters is that we are doing the work. Then we don't even have to tell him that we we can just say, oh, I'll be mindful. You know, <laughs> that's about it. He says, but if we have difficulty, he says, yes, that's important. Then tell him. That makes more sense. Yeah. Another thing that um, lately starts to develop, the thing that if, I, if I'm sitting and I think, oh, I want a cup of coffee, by the time... <laughs> He says you tell him so much detail, you know, your messages, and then he sends you just one thumbs up because everything is doing, doing fine. Okay, thumbs up. That's it. One, one reply to one word. Yeah, because he can only give you advice. You know, we're doing fine. He just then he just needs to just let her sort of say, oh, acknowledge, you know, okay, good, well done, or keep going or something. Yeah. He doesn't need to say much if we're doing fine. Another thing that now my partner. <laughs> Sometimes it is very long, he says he forgets to finish reading it. <laughs> After a long time, he comes and can read it. <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult for him to read English. <laughs> yeah, but he understands what you write. Okay, <laughs> go. Another thing that's lately is that's different of the thing that. Losing interest, like if I like to have a cup of coffee, mm-hmm. I'm getting up, get hot water, and I don't need it anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to listen to Dhamma talk by the time I'm shifting it, by the end of it, 
If we had a desire, it will follow through. For it to suddenly change, there's no sudden change. There's some reason that it changed track. You didn't see it. That depends on the practice. Mm-hmm. If you practice with no expectation. Yeah. Yeah. He says what you're wanting is the result. The result will depend on the conditions. So you have to fulfill the conditions only. You cannot keep thinking of the result. Yes. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. um. Now you will wake up, right? <laughs> <laughs> already thinking. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, yesterday, when I was listening to the interview, there, there, there was a thought about um, a conclusion of that the mind made about um, maybe there's no report. Then the next one said, just no. And then um, subsequently, when all these interviews been going on, um, when the laughter, the, the mind, just, I mean, it's not didn't follow the laughter, but just know the sound. And when mind arises, when mind made, a, when, the, when, when, the, when there was a mind made, made assumption, you know, just know as well. When when my arising also just know. So all this just know was just going on. Mm. And um, then I gave a question about um, what what can I learn from from this? It's like the, the wisdom is teaching. It's like. Sarah was just saying that, you know, when he asks us the question, like, and we, we talk about the things we observe and all that, and he says sometimes, and then he sometimes says, uh, and what did you learn from that? But he says, we don't have to, he's not asking us to squeeze a lesson out of it. 
You know, he's not asking us, he's not saying that we have to learn a lesson from it. He says, he just wants us to recognize whether a lesson is learned or not. And if we think the lesson is not learned, we say, okay, we didn't learn anything from it. And that's okay too. Yeah, he just doesn't want us to keep going. He says if, if yogi is just kind of like, kind of blindly aware, you know, like, just aware, 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 not, no, no, not really aware. It's, it's a kind of a, I don't know how to, it's like, no, awake up mode, awake Yeah, it's not an alert awareness, you know, it's kind of like the, follow the interest only yeah, there's no purpose, there's no sense of purpose or connection with what is being noticed and, and observed, you know. So because of that, uh, some yogis can be quite like mechanical. They just go through the paces of being aware and aware. They're totally disinterested in what they're being aware of. Okay. Yeah. There's no interest or connection. With so there's no sense of... When there's no sense of connection with what's happening, there's no investigation. We're not, things happen now, things happen differently. And we just like, we carry on like nothing happened. There can be people like that, he said. He's not saying you are, okay? He said they, so for when a yogi seems to display such tendencies, Seattle likes to prod them to just make them more interested in the moment. When, you know, yogis tend to be like in that sort of space, then he likes to prod them a little bit to try and get them to ไม่รับเลยแต่ยังมีรับเลยใช่ไหมเนี่ยเนี่ยซึ่งเนี่ยฮีส์นอตวอนติงอัสทูลุกฟอร์ซัมมิ่งทูเลิร์นโอเค
any more effort. Mm. So this good, then done. So mm. I will submit the picture like that. Mm. But if the teacher would like to see only one object, then the painting is good. But if overall will not be good, you see. So I have this habit. So sometimes my husband also will say, if I cook, I only cook for one time. That means if I cook, this is a new dish I cook, I will cook the best out of it. But the, you don't ask me to repeat again. But now meditation is, we have to repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat and see things again and again. It's, it's totally my habit upside down. It's <laughs> <laughs> There's no repeat of the old thing. It's always a new one. Even the awareness is new, even though it feels like repeat, right? Yeah. He says, if it was really... Yeah, he says, if no need to repeat, then just eat one time, no need to eat for So even though we use the word repeat um, to to say you have to do something again and again, you know, but actually what you are doing... Again and again and again. But it's always a new new one that we are applying, a new awareness that we are applying to a new object every time. He says if you think it's the same one, the same old one, then it's boring. But it's not. It's like it, at the moment, at that time, the new did not come in. The new, the new, no, the no mind did not. Ah, yeah, the no, mind yeah. did not see it new. The mind say, oh, okay, this one done. This yeah, one, this one done. Until done. How long do I have? Yeah, because the mind thinks it's old. Yeah. It's, yeah. So this is the habit in yeah. this. The mind thinks it's the same thing that will happen again. Concept you are holding for me. Now really, the Brahma overshoot. Really, the activity. Yeah, the concept, you know, conceptually, you you talk about an egg, you use the word egg again, you know, mm. that sort of thing is. The, but the next egg is not the same as the first egg. <laughs> yes, no, the reality is not the same. Yeah. <clears throat> so another one is, I would like to understand uh, the way to practice seeing because seeing is actually very, it's the most obvious one. Mm. So if the sense of look, see, looking for uh, looking is like more, I feel is. The object, so it's like um, this is the object. The whole focusing is all, or attention is all on the object. But if practicing seeing will be like looking, also the object is not like this is this is not mm, object. Mm. You look right. Yeah. So looking, looking is the uh, object. Look, looking is the object. Eh? Not this one. No? Uh. This is not the object. Looking is object. Looking is object. Uh, okay. The mind activity but not is this, object. Uh, not this. The mind this. activity is this so one is object. object. But if practice seeing will be at here. Seeing is here. It's like more broad. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. More broad. Looking is here. Looking, uh, look, looking <laughs> is here. Uh, it's like... <laughs> like, like, ah, it's like, yeah. So, is seeing uh, what I experiences will be like when I, when the mind see, actually it's not only one object, this is obvious, 
Then also the mind will be um, like kind of more to see more to see what is actually happening in the mind. Something like this. Huh? Okay, if I see oh, this face is black or the, the, the face already turned black or the meaning already come out. Is it something like this when we practice seeing? So you notice the seeing, you notice that the mind yeah. uh, already described it and the mind um, um, is made yeah, you you can has some words it. for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can't can help, help it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're a mien a so you see the seeing, you also see the mental I would like to also check, since uh, talking about this, I was, was going to check with Saito. When practicing, right, when the condition arises, if the mind will do, like, purposely has the intention to practice hearing, it will just zoom to the hearing. It will become very prominent in the sound, right? Or, or even seeing. But uh, for, for this mind, just want to check, check again. When the condition arises, the mind will check, uh, basically check on the, the quality of the awareness. Okay, the quality of awareness in terms of the attitude, whether it's that there's a right view or not, mm-hmm. what's happening, mm-hmm. knowing, knowing, knowing. So, so when I, I, I hear this uh, discussion, seeing it, it's like, okay, I see the mountain here, it's beautiful, but I will not get attached to it. Not attached to it, but it's basically stay with what's happening here. It's like basically like med- meditate on the one, the, the, the one that who meditates. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I just want to double check whether this mind is on the right track. Okay. Okay. Yes. Now, this object, very often when contact, this mind contact with this object, there's some irritation because of the past yeah. conditioning. Okay. Okay. So when uh, the, the, the condition is there, mm. in, in terms of the quality of awareness is there, the momentum is there, when this, uh, about the uh, uh, approach this object, when this object comes into uh, approaching, approaching me, right? Okay. It'd be like, I can literally see my face like, what do you want from me right now? <laughs> right? It's like, so fierce the face, right? It looks like I'm really right? <laughs> then this object will say something, but it turns out it's, it's no irritation actually, yeah. right? So when the mind is on, oh, sorry, I think I talk opposite. Uh, okay, when, okay, repeat, 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 since we have time. <laughs> When the, again, when the condition is there, the quality of awareness is there, yeah. the momentum is there. So when this object is approaching, yeah. so it's a more of like stay with the feelings. Sorry, just want to check up, Sarah. Yeah, okay. So what is stay with the feelings? Yes. Feelings, watching, watching, or feeling, or this, or this object. So the face never... Like, the face, like, macam... So the face got no time because it's watching feelings. Like, yeah, yeah. more, more obvious is the feelings, okay? Mm, mm. And then contact the person, so it's very pleasant. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, it's fine, okay, fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's more like the face, like, yes, hi, how are you doing? Okay. Now, when it's not there, it's like, yeah, what do you want from me right now? <laughs> so, just, just want to report to Cyrus' experience. But when this object approaching, still there's this idea because of the past, you know. Yeah. So, we still continue to practice, but sometimes it's either that, that or that, yeah, still like this. Okay, 
ကိုခံစားမှုကြည့်နေကိုကိုမကောင်းအိုလာနေစိတ်ခံစားမှုကြည့်ကြည့်ကြည့်အိုလူရောက်လာပြီဆိုရင်သူကစကားတွေပါပ
this defilement is making me suffer. This defilement is making this mind suffer. Do we see that the defilement is making mind suffer? So then when we see see that this suffering is caused by this mind and, you know, its own stuff, then we start thinking how to free the mind of its... From its own suffering. Yeah? Then we start thinking about how to do it. We try make the effort to do it. Yeah. Just one observation back in some washing dishes after the, the, the meal. So interesting to observe. You know, we, we're always in the queue yeah. for the next person to observe. Yes. It's very interesting. Actually, one time, actually pay attention of how the yogi wash the plate, right? Not one yogi wash the same way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Some wash very slow. Some won't bother. Some wash one by one, double. And then very interesting. It's like, so funny. Uh, you know, to do serum Yes. There's nobody like you in the world. No moment like this in the world. Only the whole In the whole 31 planes of existence, no one moment the same as The mind feels very unique. Yes. Now, for that, right, it's like... Yeah. Because it's all cause and effect, right? And several causes give one effect, right? And then every time, several causes makes effect, right? So there's so many combinations and permutations, Matt, but that, you know, the, the results are like, yeah, inconceivable. Yeah, there cannot be anything same. So from that observation, this wholesome, in a way, Right thinking, right thoughts arise, which is, how can I expect anybody do the same way the, the way I do yeah, and yeah. agree the way I do? Uh, yeah. Because we always have friction, disagreement. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like so that in a way, it's a joke that if we have aversion with one person, so that that sometimes this this uh, 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 observation helps this mind when there's an aversion. Yeah. Hello, the None of us look the same, like how Sayaro said that. Yeah. And look at the clothes. None of us wear the same thing, you know. So surely there will be disagreement and things like that. Yeah. Unless I wear a robe, like it's the same. <laughs> it's not the same robe. <laughs> or a different size. <laughs> Otherwise you'll be sitting inside the same robe. Two people stuck in one <laughs> All different robes. You keep talking about red. Different red. <laughs> so, so, okay, yeah. Um... To add on, like, uh, all this while also the mind sees the object is like, conception-wise, right? It's like, like this. Mm-hmm. There's a process going on here, mm-hmm. right? Here, here, different process. Mm-hmm. Like that. So, it's like how, how, when there's an aversion, it's like, so when, the, again, the condition is there, when this wholesome right thinking comes into place, like, immediately the aversion is, it's like, what? When this mind is good, the whole world is happiness. The whole world is beautiful. When the mind is blue, 
everything that you have blue. <laughs> 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 no, no, because uh, mine blue is like blue. <laughs> yeah, well, mine is blue is everything. I know, I know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Chanda, I'm saying, but you. เนี่ยเนาะนี่อ่าแกเนี่ยว่าชั้นตาชั้นตาแค่เนี่ยไลท์ตัวอ่ะเนี่ยชาละแกชาละอย่ามาลาอยู่แกอืมเนี่ยอ
and uh, later when you wake up, your mind will kind of recall. You right. will see, but not in the dream, of course, but but not always. Yeah. To When the mind is relaxed already, it's harder for it to get reactive. So it's good for the mind to be relaxed. Because you know when he talks about the levels of the defilement, say from 1 to 10, right? If a reaction is like 5, for you to get quickly to 5, you must have been standing at a 4. You know, so if you're like relaxed at 2 or something, it's harder to blip, 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 blip up to 5. So that's what he means. But if we're relaxed, it's harder to be reactive. Mm. Yeah. No, I just, I just maybe saw how, like, a little bit of the kind of momentum I had gained was just getting lost, just going away. And mm. It was just more difficult to, to be aware. Mm. So, but that's, yeah. But that's so okay. That's, yeah. That's okay. Sometimes what I observe is that I don't, like, there's something happening, maybe I see something or I hear something, and I don't catch it immediately, mm. but then there's this buffering going on. It's mm. a little bit like two, three seconds, for example, of like an audio buffer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then I, I kind of like, I can access, still access what I heard or what I said to myself. Yes. Um, is that still considered to be part of? I mean, that is obviously part of awareness because it's arising in the in the present. Yeah. Yeah. But in terms of like the causality, like I can still kind of establish causality from that. Right? Yeah. So is that still kind of with respect to the original experience considered to be? Aware of that experience of the original experience. <laughs> It is normal for the mind. He said when the mind notices something, it hasn't sometimes immediately formed its, you know, its, its perceptions clearly of our, our 
perception or the perceptions haven't clarified yet. So then it takes a while. It feels like buffering and then it sort of... That happens sometimes. It's not all the time. If it's more to me that awareness wasn't continuous, then I kind of have like, almost like I'm kind of time traveling back a little bit. So I kind of have this option of catching something which I wasn't fully aware of. There's both. When the mindfulness is not so good, you know, it, it can do that. You know, it sort of keeps remembering that, oh, you know, that was known just now because now the perception is clear and then it's like, oh, I knew that just now. You know, I knew that just now. So it feels a little bit slower than what it's experiencing. But it can also happen when it's fast, when the awareness is fast. Then it feels like what you're knowing slows down. I, I have a question around a situation, but I don't actually quite know what my question is. So I'm going to try my best to ask the question. So when I was a stone this past like a month or two ago, I had an experience where I was quite calm and then I had a, a huge surge of anger that came up. Mm-hmm. But instead of being very uh reaction was very negative, it was more of kind of a, a realization of uh something I've been doing perpetually in my life. And mm-hmm. so I was it became more of a kind of a, a realization rather than a judgment. Mm-hmm. And um, and it felt actually after the, the the feeling passed, it felt actually I was a lot calmer and, and lighter. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, it, I think the question, and I'm not quite sure the question still, is it that when you're able to get more autonomous or calmer in your practice, you have certain suppressed or on. I'm assuming this is more the subtle or on yeah. so the pop up. เอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อ
and then they're understood in some way, and it makes us feel lighter and yeah. more free. Yeah. Because my, I don't access anger very easily, so my association is always really negative. So, so no, what is negative? My association with anger is always very negative because oh, yeah. I don't access it very easily. So you so, think of it as bad. Yeah, so yeah. it was a very surprising experience. I actually felt really positive yeah. to experience anger. Yeah. Yeah. What so, can I say? What do you mean you can't access anger? Like, I don't... Express it very easily. It, uh, yeah, I feel like I suppress my anger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't let myself feel angry. Mm-hmm. I tend to suppress it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm here to pee and Mm-hmm. Um, and then this, this cut, I feel like maybe stating you know, obvious. I noticed the last two days because the retreat's ending. So like my other life's kind of seeping in and I'm getting distracted. And I just noticed the, the, what I'm recognizing, having more clarity is that how much story we create, uh, my, the mind creates, mm-hmm. not we, the mind creates the past, the future of the people, and it's, that's what caused the most suffering. Um, and I think the, the, when I felt, the time I felt here, I was very, I felt very mindful or very quantumous is when I'm not, when my, the, my mind, the creating, the mind creating stories diminishing a lot, or I, I'm not saying that correctly, but that the, the mind is not creating so much story. The less it's creating stories, the, the more quantumous and the mm-hmm. more mindful I feel. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, and it's so, it, I find it much harder to be aware of the mind creating stories rather than um, focusing on sensations and things like that. <clears throat> like, it's much harder for me to be aware and catch my mind creating stories. Yeah. And, and, and I think what I'm also recognizing when I leave, why it's so hard to be aware for me is because everyone creates so much stories. Constantly, yeah. so somehow being in a, in a, around that environment, it sort of feeds my mind to also increase right, mm-hmm. as a reaction. It almost needs, needs it to survive. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's almost like a survival mode, and and so it's. I mean, I, I know the answer is probably just observe, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of thinking about yeah, just something I've been kind just of something thinking, noticed, yeah, yeah, thinking about. Yeah, maybe that's something. ဒီဒီတာမီတာအခုစကန်ဒီကဒီဆိုတာသူဘဝအကြောင်းတွေသူဝင်လာပြီဘဝတစ်နေ့ဘာမီလက်ဆိုတာစိတ်ကဝင်
So maybe I just want to say <clears throat> it was really awesome to hear all the, the reports and this has been a kind of a, like very intensive it felt like a like a weekend kind of like a conference like this, because usually an 80 weekend conference a 90 weekend conference <laughs> exactly <laughs> very long weekend yeah <laughs> and uh, because usually I don't go see inside uh, very often to mm-hmm. report mm-hmm. so it's like a year worth alone <laughs> 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 Yeah, just very, I appreciate that. A friend uh, asked me, there's only one person that asked me, uh, I was a bit surprised, but being on retreat for a long time, like a few years, you know, sometimes you you think like, oh, people are going to be curious. Like, what are you? What are you learning? For example, 
So it just seemed like that layering of of kind of fabrication mm-hmm. on top of just raw data. Yeah, right. And then like also what's interesting in the practice that I've been watching here is like how the mind oscillates between like defilement mode and like wisdom or mindfulness yeah. together mode. Mm-hmm. And then, for example, with the planning. So I'm kind of, yeah, just often planning in the mind anyway. Yeah. But just to see how that's different. Like when there's awareness and wisdom, you know, how different it is, the, the relationship to what the mind is, uh, how it just deals with that. Yeah. Like if something you need to plan something, right? Yeah. But the the, the the difference in their relationship and everything that comes with it, I mean, it's very obvious that the founders are just not helping. Yeah, yeah. So this is kama and then, yeah, whenever the mind notices there's like this activity of defilements and, you know, with the planning, for example, then it, it stops. Because it's like 
It brings me to like another question that has been coming up. Like I, I'm, you know, really interested in the suttas, mm-hmm. and then often I, I, I think I, I don't know if this is right, but after the Buddha's enlightenment, you know, Mara appears sometimes. Yes. And but the Buddha always reacts, or it's always the same thing that happens: is that oh, Mara, I see you, yeah. and then Mara is like she can't, or he can't do anything. Yeah. He's powerless. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes into a little corner with like a little stick and kind of depressed, like oh, the Buddha sees me. Nobody could play with. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I found that really interesting because one other idea sometimes is that when enlightenment happens, then it's like if the kilesas are completely destroyed. Mm. But then in this kind of suttas, it seems more like the Buddha is just free, very wise, and very mindful, obviously. Mm. And then, so then the, the problem is just if they come up, mm. they can't do anything. Mm. So mm. actually, he's just like total freedom mm. from the farmers. Yeah. So I'm just wondering which which one it is, or like, is it like you're totally destroyed, or that you're like free from? from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> เออตุ๊ดตานี่ตะชุเลยเนาะมาอะแล้วเป็นเนี่ยอีกนี่เปียติเนี่ยเปียติเนี่ยเปียมานักงานนี่อยู่มีเนี่ยเปียเออมานัก
I think both of the people do mean is this is the this is the Deva Mana. Deva after enlightenment. Yes. So apparently it says something about uh, seeing Mara in the world and in in the worldly disasters and worldly forms and uh, yeah, that's not don't really understand the whole long explanation of it. Yeah, yeah, right, right. I, I tried to search also, so that's why I'm asking. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an area of debate, maybe, also. Great. Maybe not. Right. Yeah, I don't know where we would find it clearly spelled out. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> you know, when quite, maybe I'm just checking, like, okay, how much work do I still have to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he says, you know, when we're very close to, when we're very close to enlightenment, he says, it's definitely going to come out, Mara. <laughs> right. It's definitely going to come out. It's strong. Maybe yeah. all the four will come together. I don't know which one, but yeah, they, yeah, they don't want to be, you to be free of them. Right, right. Yeah. Is, is that why when we sit sometimes and the mind becomes very quiet, mm-hmm. it's like we were doing walking meditation mm-hmm. or we're active, even in lay light mm-hmm. sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Before we go into a retreat. Mm. Then it seems like, oh, there weren't, like the mind was quite happy, I was enjoying my life. Mm-hmm. And then I'm s- sitting down, quieting the mind, and then this, these defilements come up, mm-hmm. you know? He would say, and he often says this is a natural progression in practice that as the mind becomes subtler, we see a subtler layer of mind, and there are still there's still stuff that has always been there that we didn't see, and now we see them, and it feels like they're arising, like they're getting bigger, but they're not. They've just always been there. Now they're being becoming seen. Right. Recognized, yeah. And maybe I was thinking also with the samadhi sometimes, mm-hmm. because the mind is maybe more sensitive. Mm-hmm. It also feels very intense. Mm. Sometimes. Intense look, kazar. Yes. Yes, samadhi makes things so clear. So, so long as the right attitude and right view is there, it's not a problem. Right. If there's no right view and right attitude, it, this is a that, that sort of this clarity can be. This is a good sign, he says, because we're like uncovering old wounds and so we can clean them and heal them. Yes, Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.